Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back. We're so happy to be here. You guys, we have gotten the most lovely glowing reviews. We are so fucking appreciative. Like, the I don't, feedback is good. The feedback is so much better than anticipated. <laughs> I was expecting like three people to listen. Guys, we had 150 people listen. I've spent, I was going to say, I haven't checked. I checked. I checked. I'm bored at work. I don't do anything. So it, I literally have, checked it's up it to 150. It's up to 150. And we really anticipated like 20 people listening. So. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's exciting. I know. 150 is kind of a lot. I know. There are people in Europe. <laughs> we're I gonna it on the map. We're gonna chart soon, and it's gonna be great. I'm we're really excited about charge. it. We are gonna chart. Um, it has maybe gotten to our heads a little. Yeah. So I'm a podcast girly now. I know. I'm a podcaster. I had, so okay, for reference, I was in between jobs when we started the podcast, and. I was walking around, I bought Beat headphones, like I was walking around like, oh, oh I'm an influencer. One of my boyfriend's friends was like, oh, do they make any money off this? And I was like, and he was like, no, they lose money on it. Well, you know. That's fair. We're not I mean, exactly not, profitable yet. We're, we're not profitable. Do we plan on being profitable? No. Not necessarily. This is more <laughs> just for fun, but I do walk around like you can't tell me shit anymore. I'm a podcaster. No. I we have at, a Spotify profile page. I'm not kidding. I was at a wine night with my friends the other night and there was this girl there who, she, she I don't know her that well. So we were chatting and she was like, I didn't know you had a podcast. I was like, yeah, bitch, I'm on Spotify. I'm bitch on Spotify. Share. Also, I'm pretty sure when I do that little share thing that it also helps us. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm like. Well, one of my boyfriend's friends always, he's like, Alex and her friend have this podcast. It's called Men Aren't Real. You should listen to it. I'm like, thank you for the networking. I, I love know. that. And like all of you guys who have told your friends to listen, like we really do appreciate it. It's very nice. It's so nice. I, I can't even tell you guys because I, I mean, there. what is Audrey Peters always say? It's cringe until it's not. It's cringe th- until you become successful and like we're still in our cringe phase. And we're, we're not even really trying to no, be successful. No. We're just having fun. We're just having a good time. Trying to bring a little joy to yeah. the public. Yeah, exactly. To the pals. To the, to the, to the girlies. The to the pals. Uh, speaking of homies. Girls, gays, and they's. <laughs> Girls, gays, and they's. Speaking of homies, that's what we're talking about today yes. is the homies. Like the homies. Your friends. Your friends that you like, your friends that maybe you don't like, your friends that you like in secret, and then bringing a significant other around kind of into the mix to your friend group at home. But we're gonna start with like why we think hometown friends or like lifelong friends are really important people in your life. So yeah. we talked about in the first episode that Franny and I have known each other forever. We're hometown friends for our whole life. That's different than what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is more so like, and I, to preface, I don't know how common this is because like when I was in college, I heard from so many people, mostly girls, that they were like, oh, I don't talk to any of the people I was friends with in high school Can't or, relate. or anything like that. I know. And I was really surprised because like you're so close with your friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've known a lot of our friends since we were in middle school. Yeah, I also think it's kind of a red flag. Like grade. I think it's kind of a red flag for people to be like, oh, I don't talk to anyone from growing up. Like, not to make high school your whole personality. No, like, that's God, its own that thing. is absolutely not that's, what we're saying. That's we, its, we could not be saying that less. 
I just really want to hammer that point. That's, that's its own thing, but, like, if you're a person who doesn't have any contact with anybody from home and nothing, like, crazy dramatic traumatizing happened, you just, like, never forged those connections, personally, I think that's, like, a weird, like, red flag. Also, it sucks. Yeah. I mean, like, that, I mean, I don't think anyone wants that no, to be the case. No, I don't think so either. So. But, so, for a little bit of background, I have five extremely close friends at home there's two girls and myself being one of them and three boys we've we were extremely close actually like when we left for college and came back like the summer we all turned 21 and we could mm-hmm. go out to the bars like we hung out all the time constantly 100 percent of our summer all of all, high school yeah we well. hung out all of yeah. high school but the five of us really specifically could, yeah right, fair point and we, we'd known each other forever. And then we still have our Snapchat group chat. We still have yeah. our regular group chat. And we're really, really, really close. And then in sort of like the bigger sphere of friendship, there's like 20 people, I think, in that friend group that like we yeah. see regularly, like when we all go home and we all hang out with each other. Yeah, same here. But mine, so my group of girlfriends, it's all girls. I always forget, is there six of us? Is there seven of us? I actually don't know. But we, you know, same thing, Snapchat group, big group chat, you know, I'm the only one out of that group, and Alex is the same mm-hmm. way too, that doesn't live either in New Jersey or New York, Yeah, you know, so they can all hang out all the time, which is wonderful for them. Yeah, it's really, the FOMO is really real, and like, yeah. that's something that I've struggled with so much, especially like, I just graduated grad school, so those grad school friendships have started to like people get jobs they move away so it's not like I'm constantly social anymore Mm -hmm. so I've been really missing my hometown friends and it's annoying to me when they all get to hang out without me and I can't be there like that's annoying to me well (laughs) how how dare they hang out how dare they hang out without me should not be hanging out they should wait until you're back (laughs) they should only be able to hang out when you're in town yeah they should but I think that like having a core group of friends that like I forget maybe I saw it on TikTok or something but it was like it's hard and like basically impossible to make lifelong friends like these people especially like the older you get the harder yeah. it gets like 100%. these these people have known me since i'm 13 years old think about who you were at 13 think about the things you did when you were 13 i just want to say like if i met 13 year old me i would not like her However, however, thirteen-year-old me would love us. Yes, you know yes, what I mean. Yes. Do you ever? Th- I think about that all the time. Now I'm like sixteen-year-old me would think I'm really cool. Really cool. She might think I'm also kind of a grandma because she used to drink more yeah. than I do now. But the apartment, cool. like yeah. everything like that. Yeah, no. I the think life, she- the apartment, the boyfriend, the this. Like, yeah. Like getting out of the whatever. But yeah. Also, like I just think that, like. When you're 13, 14, 15, you're going through high school, you're going through all your weird shit. Like, you're those so people, weird. you're so you're weird. So you're doing weird. so many weird things. You're sticking your tongue down people's throats that you should not be. And, like, there's a specific, wait, there's a particular <laughs> story that, like, pops into my mind, oh, like, once a week. Oh, not, no, that's aggressive. Not okay. once a week. Maybe, like, once a month. But when I think about, because, so, Alex was always very gracious, even though she was the year above me, because she's six months older than me allowing me to hang with her and her friend group mm-hmm. all the time and I will never forget I'm not going to oh name any oh names but there was a situation <laughs> where we were like doing our little like drunk 15 14 yeah. things yeah running around on a beach and there was this guy that I was like shut up smooching so I was we were smooching 
And someone had thrown a like a handful of sand. Oh my god, I forgot about this. He had thrown like a handful of sand into the guy I was smooching's like face, and he went, rinsed out his mouth oh in god. the ocean, oh kissed god. me, and was like, "Do I taste like salt water?" <laughs> oh my god. Something <laughs> also, something also extremely important Why to was know. Why doing that? Who? Where? Where did my? The real question is like, where did my parents think I was? literally wait no something else important to know is like where we grew up was close to the coastline in new jersey so we yeah, had we a lot of we had a lot of surfer bros so oh that tracks no that i think tracks. i actually stole his hat i think so and too. still that was like we were young we were like third i was like 14 maybe we were third like we were young no, we were we were children so young we were children yeah literally oh my Fun god times, wow Cringe. i i haven't thought about that in so wait long. also do you remember that time this is kind of a side note but also similar that we it was that halloween party and we snuck out of your parents house and like changed our clothes in the car yes <laughs> where were we going whose house it was, was it? that hockey party do you remember oh oh and then oh. it got busted by oh. like their coach or something like that oh. we all had to like that sounds like a memory i don't care to read okay anyway sorry just, <laughs> anyway just girly things just girly things <laughs> moving on but back to the original point yes. of it's hard to make lifelong friends because those people who have been with you through when you're 13, 14, 15, all your weird shit that you're doing, all that stuff, and they know everything about you. And so they know, like, they when you hang out with them, you don't have to worry, like, no. oh, yeah. did they interpret this the way that I meant mm-hmm. it? Did I say it weird? Did I, like, oh, that was a joke. Did it land? Mm-hmm. Did it not land? Like, those people know you. Yeah, they know you, and you don't have to put on, like, a like any sort of other personality other than like exactly who you are because right, they've you seen you as the kind of person that you exactly. are. They know who you are. They've seen you at your worst, best, <laughs> drunkest, soberest, like bad decisions, good decisions. Like they've seen you all through that. And I just think that uh, it's so hard to do that as, adult, as an adult. And I'm still trying to find ways to do that. Like I cultivated a very nice friendship with someone in grad school, which has been great. And sometimes you just click with people, but even still, there are things missing from that. Like they're right, not going to know. Foundation, yeah, and it takes tough. and it takes a while to build, and it's especially hard when like you kind of expect it to happen because it's always been that right, way. Right, you're like I've never had a friendship that wasn't like this. Why is it not like this? Yeah, now? and it's hard for me sometimes to like have the energy to keep up with new friendships because it's like so, so time much more consuming. Effort. Right, because like you and I, I don't need to text you to know that we're still friends. No, I think the past. No, we we do. No, like like the past two months when we've been doing this is the most most we've spoken in five years. Right, but like if somebody on the street was like, "Who's your best friend?" Be like Alexander Mm Nicholson, and that's on that exactly. Like you, those hometown friends are. We keep saying hometown because that's what they are to us, but those like lifelong friends. Right, because a lot of people still do like Like, live fairly locally. Exactly, like but those friends, like you don't need to talk to them every single day to be like, oh, they're still done there. Yeah, Yeah, I would do anything for you. I would call me in the middle of the night. I'm coming. Exactly, a hundred percent kind of thing. And then sometimes (laughs) you like your friends. Yeah. A little too much. A little, a little too much. Um, we had... So there... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had... This is embarrassing, but in high school, we had... There was five girls that were very close, and this is so embarrassing. I... Uh, okay, anyway. It's fine. Oh, we, it, we, we, we gave ourselves... I'm being really brave right now. <laughs> we named ourselves the tribe. Oh my god, you did call yourselves the tribe. Yeah. <gasps> I we completely did. forgot about that. And it was really fun. It was a great time. Anyway, we were all in our um, 
we're gonna stick our tongues down whoever's throat phase and we made a web with one person in the middle and then from that one person in our friend group like everything stemmed and we ended up being so incestuous and gross and it was fun at the time but what we no, it's mm-hmm. so fun at the time it was so it's, fun at the time i'm not gonna like no we're not, not gonna lie it it's was yeah really fun at the time. it was extremely fun at the time but i think like what we we want to get into this episode is like like the dynamics of that. Yeah, like, like what happens? Effects. What happens to the friend group when two people start hooking up, and or, then maybe another two people, and then maybe and then maybe they, they stop sw- hooking up, and, and like then they switch, and there's like a whole yes. So I mean, I went through the same thing, not so much in high school though. We were definitely still trying to stuck our tongues down, like <laughs> as many throats as possible. Yeah. Like it was not cute, but that's. It's so funny, though, because, like, I always think about this. And, like, people, again, that I met in college were like, oh, yeah, people were doing that, but they were, like, having sex. I'm like, no. not where we went to No. <laughs> we Everybody were, just made out, we and that kissing. was, like, a big deal. We were just kissing. And, we were fucking losers. Right, exactly. And that was, like, a huge deal. Yeah. But in college, mm-hmm. my freshman year of college was a, a kind of a different situation. And from – it wasn't just that semester, but it started that semester, and then probably – well, you had broken up with your boyfriend, right? After your first yes. semester? Oh, you know. During well, your first semester? Multiple. We were on and off the yeah. whole first this semester. This is the boyfriend that couldn't give a shit if she lived, lived or died. On. Yeah, no. That was... I told him... I told oh him, like, oh my gosh, you know, like, my father is dying. They, we think he has something terminal. He was like, okay, did you cheat with me this weekend? Oh, shit. I was like... Oh! I hate that guy. Yeah. So, no, we were definitely on and off that whole time. Mm -hmm. In one of the off phases, I started kind of seeing this one guy in the friend group, and then I transferred schools, but still stayed friends with all of those same people for a couple of years. Ended up hooking up with another one of them. And, like, what happened to the friend? And then dated one of, another one of them for then, like, two years. So what so, was the vibe in the friend group when this was going well, on? Well, so the thing is, and I'll be, like, I think I kind of came out of this best case scenario, yeah. like, unscathed. Yeah. So, I and I really think that has a lot to do with the fact that the, the timing between the transitions mm-hmm. were ch- decent chunks of time, you know? It yeah. wasn't, like, back to back to back or anything like yeah. that. And then also, I had very different relationships and expectations with those kind of, like, situationships. Mm -hmm. You know, one of them was just, like, you're a guy that's into me, and my Mm ex-boyfriend is really mean to me, and I just want someone to like me and be nice to me. That was one thing, and it was extremely short-lived. It was, like, a blip on the radar. Yeah. Then the other one had a little bit more, like, emotion to it, but then we decided, we were like, cool, we got that out of our system, we just want to be friends. Mm -hmm. And then a little bit after that... The next one was like, oh, no, we, like, are in love with each other. Mm -hmm. Like, let's date. And somehow, I don't know how, it never really became an issue. Like, that's crazy that nobody gave a shit. Nobody Mm. gave a shit. Like, it was, I mean, there were, like, a couple jokes here and there sometimes. But I was really thankful that the guy that I did end up dating out of that situation he didn't care. Like, yeah. he was like, well, you're dating me, so, I mean, yeah. I, I win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like I dated any of the other ones. You know, yeah. we were just, like, hooking up. So Well, that's, like, best case scenario. Yes, which didn't yeah, happen. Yes. No, 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 no. Pretty much a total opposite. So, yeah. So, 
Again, I don't want to focus too much on like high school stuff, but it it really ties into what I want to talk about. I mean, it's relevant. It is so, it's still happening. It's so relevant. That's the craziest part. So in high school, like I said, we were just a bunch of incestuous fucking gross people and whatever. So I was like the new person, new girl in town. Like I got introduced to a lot of my friends through my one really good friend um, who's in like the core five group now she's i would say right like if franny's my first best friend she's like right under there right um and so i got introduced that way and when you're the new girl in town you have all the all power the options. you have you all the, have power. the power. power you have all the options they think you're so hot you're so hot they think you're so cool gorgeous new fresh you're the best <laughs> so my 15 year old me i had a total god complex and i really As you should i really messed we it up we were also though. really cute we were very cute <laughs> i did mess it up though so anyway so I ran around town, just again, just like making out with everybody. Yeah, not like, Anything with a penis, I was like, yeah, I want it. I want your tongue. And so there was this guy who I ended up being, and we're going to talk about this like a long time. I don't know, like maybe in an episode or two. Yeah, but we can deep dive into some of this other stuff. I context definitely was like in love with him. He was older than me. I thought he was so cute. My friends didn't think he was that cute, but I, you know what? They all also stuck their tongue down his throat. I was so, going to say, so clearly. So, so clearly. So anyway, I was like in love with him and he was such a piece of shit. He was awful. No, he... He was bad. He was so bad. I didn't even have his name in my phone. I had an emoji and like the vomit and like gun next to it. Like that was his. Yeah, that was, I would say the equivalent, but she kept coming back for more. I kept coming back for more until I was a sophomore in college. Literally, did I tell you this? Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Are you exposing yourself? Why do I not know this? I'll tell you. So, anyway. So I fall in love. He treats me like shit and is a piece of shit. A tale as old as time. A tale as old as time. So I end up fully dating and going to prom with one of his very good friends. Meanwhile, oh, the town yeah. the town that they're all from is one square mile. So even if yeah, you Yeah, let's just add that so in if you, So if you don't know someone, you still do. Because you probably went to elementary school with them and they're like 10 kids in or the class. Or they're like your neighbor. They're your neighbor. You could ride their... So it's like, even if they're not friends, they, they're friends, you know? Yeah. So then I went to prom with that guy. And then that guy's best friend... Literally one of his best friends. Closest. I would say his closest. One of his closest, at the time, closest friends. Just so happened to take my best friend to prom, the same prom, and then I just so happened to (laughs) To give that man my virginity. (laughs) It was a web, and I didn't tell my best friend until six months after it happened because I was like... Well, you never know how that conversation is talking. So we're talking about fucking in the friend group fucking in the friend group in secret me and this man when we were in our friend's basement and we went to like a dark corner of the basement pounded one out and then went back to hang out with friends like we had not even been gone no and like it I was knew horrifying I, like she couldn't tell her friends no at that point because so she because like, my friend who had gone to prom with him you know let's say we gotta use names this is like so confusing so okay. we're gonna call my other best friend jill yeah. And we're going to call the guy who took my virginity, who's very integral to this story. Maverick. <laughs> Maverick. Tom Cruise, if you will. Not quite. Don't, Definitely not. If you're listening to this, don't, that was not intentional. Fuck you. Don't, don't let your ego get to it. Okay, anyway. So, anyway, Jill kind of low-key likes Maverick. 100%. And went to prom with him and was like into him or whatever, and I fucked up. That was my bad. I was not the best that I was not the best friend in that moment we've since gotten over it we laugh about it now but I was like really kind of a piece of shit at the time 
And so we're secretly hooking up. Oh my God. I will, again, we'll get into this later, but we're secretly hooking up. I'm keeping it a secret from all my friends. So the dynamics of the friend group changed a lot. lot So there was a lot of tension because at some point, like people aren't stupid. They'll catch on. And the guy, Maverick, was always saying that he was at his grandma's house. Liar. Oh my God, I about that. Yeah, and I was saying, who knows what lie I was telling. I have no idea. I don't remember at this point. But my friendship with my best friend became extremely fractured. And I was in the wrong. And it was really hard for me to own up to that because at the time I was really focused on myself and like my happiness. And I thought I, oh God, I thought I loved this guy. I was going to marry him. I was never going to marry him. (laughs) No, that's me. But I thought we were like literally in love. And I was like, if I stick it out for like another month, like we're going to tell everyone and we're going to be in love and and it's going to be fine. Oh, it's it's because it's, you know. Hey, spoiler alert, never was fine. Never. It was, it was the opposite of fine. And what happened was I lost a friendship with the guy that I had lost my virginity to. And that his good friend who I'd also in the process screwed over. Right. Without him really knowing because we had broken up and then literally a month later I started basically fucking his best friend and like yeah. that's not a good look for me and I'm exposing I'm being brave and I'm exposing myself <laughs> I'm a much better person now but what happened was I ended up also losing the opportunity, isn't quite there the opportunity is not there anymore <laughs> I'm in a loving stable relationship but anyway I really messed up and it it fractured so many of my personal friendships and relationships that it took kind of a while to get it back and when we think about like is it worth it to fuck up the dynamic of the friend group like Yes. Yes. <laughs> and so, no. So like, like <laughs> okay, so here's here's what I will say. Okay. You know, I'm gonna be like a devil's advocate. Yeah. Because Because the devil needs the an devil advocate. Needs an advocate. Of, of course. Of course. Yeah. Sometimes you meet a guy. <laughs> yeah. And you think he's the handsomest. Mm-hmm. And you think he's so cute and he's so funny and he makes you laugh. And then he brings you around his friends. And then you realize you didn't get the cutest friend in the family. Oh, I hate it when that happens. Yeah, I've been there. So, like, I will say... Yeah. At that point, maybe it's not the worst thing in the world to try your hand at a couple other options. If you... I'll say it. Listen. I'll say it. Listen. If you're the external one being brought in and meeting the guy's friends, fuck up the friend group. Your own friend group. Iffy. Yeah, but also, like... If we're, I mean, we're not supposed to be giving advice, but like if we're going to give a piece of advice in this situation and you either are the girl in the friend group or like the new girl in the friend group, take your time. Take your time. Wait don't, don't jump the gun. Because what's, like we said, they think you are the hottest, newest, shiniest, mm-hmm. smartest, probably not smartest, because I'm <laughs> misogynist, but like, <laughs> I don't know who your friends are, but 10 out of 10 are probably. Yeah. Case. So just take your time. Take yeah. your time, take your suss time. it out, yeah. and, and then, you know, do what you can. And so it took, like, I'd probably say, like, two or three months for my friend Jill to be like, okay, like, I'm over it. Which I will say, knowing her was a really cool thing for her to do. Yes. Because it, it really so, could have gone It could have gone so either Especially way. Especially when you're so young, mm-hmm. you know, it. everyone's egos are just so much more fragile. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think it helped her that, like... Like it, it, it just could have been anybody else, right? Exactly, and like, and honestly, she probably would have held resentment towards that person. You yeah, know, like oh, that would have been the girl that like 
oh, our friend group doesn't like her. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? But, but it was me. It, listen, she yeah. came from the inside. She, yeah, she came. She was the fire is inside the house. I was going to say, the fire is inside the house, and she chose to forgive you, which is a, like a really gorgeous thing. Yeah, to do. it was very good, and we're still like best friends to this day, so like that's exactly. great. And now we joke and we laugh, but at the time, it was like for 16, I think I was 17 at the time. Mm, my birthday's in June, so I just turned 17, so I was basically a 16 year old still. And I was just like. Yeah, you, you explain that one away. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm being brave. <laughs> and anyway. my cancer survivor. Let's, like, let's tone it down. You're not oh my God. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> so it was nice that she forgave me, but I truly have not spoken to those that boys. Man. Those boys. Those, no, the two. Not, I mean. No, the two. Yeah. In, oh, I don't know. One of them sometimes replies to my Snapchat stories in like a friendly way. And like, that's fine. But like that relationship Basically, it was just, like, severed at the time. So, it sucked, and it was... I wasn't really that mad about it. Again, I was, like, pretty, like, self-centered in that situation. But, like, I learned, I think, a lot from, like, what is worth it to me personally, and then, like, what's worth it to me and my friendships that I really care about. Totally. But on a toxic note, like, fucking in secret is fun. Fucking in secret is so fun! Oh, my God. Why does nobody... Okay, why does nobody talk about it? Okay, so when we were fucking in secret... I was... Okay. When we were doing that, it was thrilling. It's like it a was movie. like it's like a movie. It's like we're gonna sneak away to the back corner and like be as quiet as possible. And it's yeah. hot, okay? And especially for a 17-year-old who's like never really had sex before. It was like no, whoa. It's like a prime experience. It's so also, do you know what I think about too, just as far as that age group is concerned, and mm-hmm. like when we were young, mm-hmm. I feel like we were and again, this could be like the 10 years of birth control talking that's yeah, like stifled yeah. our libido. <laughs> our libido. Yeah. But like everything was so fucking exciting. Everything was exciting. So everything exciting. was fun. It was yeah. so fun. Everything it was, was fun. So silly and so fun. And just you just run around. And like kissing was so fun. I mean, I still love kissing. Okay, but like, wait. I was talking to my boyfriend the other day and I was like, you know, have you realized we don't just like make out. out anymore like if we're making remember, out like, we're gonna have sex you would like make out and just like dry hump on somebody's couch <laughs> yeah and you'd be like this is the hottest <laughs> shit ever and it would end there yeah it would end there and that's all that happened so, and you were like so so, so sweet to think about it's so, so nice so then guys there's like another added layer that we want to talk about here too and that's you know you have your your friend group from home You've gone off to college. Or just like gone and like met new people. Lived life, done whatever. Got another job, moved yeah. somewhere, whatever. And now, and now you're dating someone new. Transitioning that person into the friend group, especially when it's a friend group that like maybe you've had romantic situations mm-hmm. with people in the group. And now your boyfriend's here. And like, is this going to be weird? It's so hard. Is your boyfriend going to get along with your friends? Like how, yeah. It's so hard. And I was really nervous about that because my boyfriend, for all intents and purposes, is not the most outgoing, social, life at the party kind of guy, which is fine. But like my- Especially for your lifestyle. Especially for- Like you guys, that that works for you Yeah, it works for us. But my friends who I was introducing him to at home- that they their lifestyle, we want to go, 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 do, do, fuck. do. We're yeah. all running around like maniacs. And I was really nervous about 
not only him like being introduced to everybody, but like him like having fun and also me. Well, you being feel able, so obligated. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, or do they like him? Do they think he's nice? Yeah. Are they gonna talk to me about him afterwards? And it's yeah. gonna what be are weird. they gonna think? Are like, they, are they gonna like make a joke? A joke like, oh, he didn't sucks. He didn't yeah. participate in this, or like, oh, you know, Shay's boyfriend this. You yeah, know? yeah. And also, you just dragged him all the, especially if they travel, like, yeah, all the way. To wherever you are, like, is he having fun? Yeah, is he having fun? Um, what's happening? What are the vibes? Is he uncomfortable? And he knows I maybe made out with this guy or hooked up with this yep. guy. Like, does he care? Now they have to meet and hang out. Hang out, shake <laughs> hands and play beer pong. Like, how it's is that? Very uncomfortable. Yeah. So from my experience, like, nine times out of ten, your significant other, like, doesn't really give a shit. No. Like, no. unless there's something so bizarre happening and there's and so much tension and, and one of your guy friends or girlfriends makes a really fucked up comment. Which they will. Yeah, but like... Sometimes. If it, as long as it doesn't hit too close to home, like, it'll be fine. Like, they could say something like, oh, Franny's such a whore. She's ran through all of I know. I know. <laughs> and, and like, that's that could be funny and they could play that off. But if they send, say something like, oh... Franny used to be in love with Jackson. Like, you're like, like, Ooh, you're like, like that one, and now like, it's all weird. You're like, maybe we don't maybe say that. Don't say that. And that's on friends' understanding context and, and boundaries. boundaries. Yeah. yeah. And so when I first brought my boyfriend up to my hometown to meet all my friends, I was just nervous and uncomfortable. And I was like, oh my God, they're going to hate him. Or, oh my God, they're going to shit on me for like who knows what. You know, you just like pick on your friends like that. But it ended up being okay. But I also think even if it doesn't end up being okay. It's not that big of a deal. It's fine. Like I was so nervous. and Like Like, just give it time. You know, you've known these people forever. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't expect this new person to come into the mix and be on the same level as Mm -hmm. people you've known for 10 years. And it's just not going to happen like that. No. It's okay. And especially if you're like not there all the time, like I'm not home anymore. I I don't live there anymore. So it's only every couple of years actually that we see them anymore. So like it's fine. Like they don't have to be best friends. And I think it can be intimidating if like someone else in the friend group brought in a significant other and everybody loved them and they fit yeah, in. And there's more pressure. And there's pressure. Yeah. But you know what? Like, at the end of the day, it's it's your relationship with your significant other that matters. Like, it's not their relationship with your friends. If all of your friends hate them, that's, that's one thing. That's a red thing. flag and that's very important and you should <clears throat> If people you've known your entire life, and again, take that with a grain of salt because there are plenty of people that I know that have friends that, yeah, they've known them their entire lives, but those people don't actually have your best interest in no, heart. No, no. There's plenty of people that that are like that. So in that case, yeah. again, don't listen. But if you know historically these people know you to your core mm-hmm. and, like, have your best intentions at heart, yeah. and they don't like your significant other, you know, yeah. ask why and, yeah. and think about it, you know? Also, like, I've run into this a couple of times. Like, my boyfriend and I have been together for a long time, so obviously there's, like, a lot that's happened, and, like, I'll call my friends and complain. Because right, that's what you you're do. You're not going to gush to your friend no. about, like, oh, my God, he made me dinner, and he did all these cute things, and, like, yeah. he cleaned out my car when I had period cramps, and, like, no. ew, no one wants Nobody to hear Nobody wants that. to hear that Nobody, shit. <laughs> also, if you're doing that, Stop. <laughs> Stop. Literally stop. Hard stop. Nobody wants So, like, one of my friends was like, so a bunch of my friends from home call me Shay. There's a lot of Alex's in the world. Like, it's just easier, whatever. So, so like, Alex's. so many Alex's. So, they were like, Shay, listen, like, all you do is complain about your boyfriend. I was like, that's not true. 
when I call you to catch you up on my life, I'm not going to be ushy gushy. I'm going to say, oh, he was doing this thing that was annoying me. Like right. that's the only insight into my life that you get is like a 35 minute phone call once every month. Right. And like uh, the good things are in there. Maybe you're just not hearing them. And like, yeah, that too. So like if they, like if, especially if you're like long distance friendships, like even if they're like, you know, he doesn't sound great. Take that with a grain of salt too. Right. Definitely. Like, I don't know how your friends are, like, with- Well, so, I kind of have, like, a different situation where, like, your friends, also because you and, you know, your mans have been together mm-hmm. longer than me and mine, mm-hmm. um, Jersey's hard to get to. Yeah. He's in Virginia, I'm here in North Carolina, all my friends are up in Jersey, like, it's not, they don't ever come down to see me, mm-hmm. um, so it's really hard, and they're, my friend group is also infamous for everyone being like let's make plans and yeah. then nobody makes when action. the plans when don't the plan, make it out no, of the group the plans with my group of friends fucking never <laughs> make it out it's a miracle if they make it out of the group chat. yeah so what i struggle with a lot is like what i'll do anytime that you know josh and i are coming up it's been i think it's about to be our third visit up we're gonna go in like august um where I give my friends notice, like, hey, two weeks notice, like, guys, these are the dates that we're targeting, like, I'll come into the city to come see you guys, you don't, I'm not even going to ask you to come to Jersey to come see us, like, I just want him to meet you guys, and, you know, everyone spend time together, because, like, you're my favorite people, Mm -hmm. and he's my favorite person, and, like, I want, and I don't, like, he's super outgoing, Mm -hmm. and they're super outgoing, like, I really think that they would all, like, get along, Mm -hmm. right? And then push comes to shove and we never end up hanging out. Yeah. And he's like, why haven't I met any of your friends? And then I almost have a reverse situation where it's like, I feel so awkward and uncomfortable and stressed. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, does he think like, I have no You friends. don't have any friends. Right. Like, does he think... You I'm, made them all up. Right. Does he think, like, I'm a fucking loser because, like, none of my friends will actually fucking hang out with me when I drive <laughs> 10 hours to, like, come see them? Yeah. So, that part really also sucks. Yeah. And that's a whole other layer. Thankfully, last time we were there, he got to meet, um, I think, like, two or three yeah. out of the group, but, like, majority he didn't. So, yeah. like, again, we're going to see how it goes this time around. Yeah. If you guys are listening to this... Fucking feel, make plans. Hang out with me and feel called out because, <laughs> like, it's not fair and we drive really far and yeah. I want to spend time with you fuckers. Yeah. So, and I way. also think that, like, I was just talking to my friend on the phone um, before you got here. Like, you have to figure out how your lives fit together. And sometimes that means that, like, they're not going to fit in perfectly to the life you had. Yeah. And, like, I, and I that's think, fine. Like, expectations are really the yeah, like keep you know? your expectations reasonable. Like, don't expect your significant other to be like, "Wow, I'm immediately best friends with all your best friends, and we all like the same things, and we have the same humor, and we have the same jokes, yeah, and everything." Because uh, that's not reality. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, if it goes that way, like, fuck yeah, that's awesome, that's amazing. But even if it goes the, the like, yeah, they're fine, he's fine, whatever, we can get along kind of way. That's also fine. Um, we have so much fun talking about this. I know, guys. We've got a lot of good material coming up as far as mm-hmm. next episodes. I know we say that every time, but please, 
We will just ask you. We will be annoying. Like, follow, put on the notification bell. subscribe. Share the podcast. Like, literally go into Spotify, click the share option. So many of you have, like, said to me, they're like, oh, Alex, I was talking to my coworker. I was talking to my friend. I told them about your podcast. And, like, that's the nicest thing you could ever say. I know. It's so sweet. But also, take it that step further and send them the link. Send Send them the link. Send them the link. Drop the link. Put in the Teams chat at work. Exactly. Maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not. Um, just like spread the love, spread the wealth. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah. And we're still trying to figure out the whole submission thing. Do we? Yeah. We'll get that figured out. We're trying to get that figured out. This is, this is very much a side project. I know. We're busy. We're busy women. We're busy girls. We are busy bees. We've got jobs. We are working girls. We We are. We're podcasters. We're breadwinners. (laughs) We are, we are mothers to pets. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, yes, tell guys. Me okay, life update. I'm a mother. I'm pregnant. No, I'm <laughs> Bitch, I'm a mother. <laughs> Bitch, I'm a mother. No, I got a puppy. He is the sweetest, craziest. Sweetest is a stretch. Hey, he can be sweet. <laughs> He's very cute. He's ve- he is the handsomest. He's a menace though. No, he is a, he is truly a menace. But he's a baby. He's only seven weeks old. So like the expectations are in the ground. Uh, yeah. You know, like... The bar is in hell. Listen, he's a man, and the bar is in hell, and that's just how it is. And that's just how it is. And I have my cat, Rosie, who's just a perfect feline person. She is not perfect. I love her. She can do no wrong. <laughs> in your heart. In my heart. Though she will hiss at everyone. She hisses at everyone, and she tears up my couch, which I'm so, Listen, so salty about. I respect her. She's, she's doing what she wants, though. She's doing the work. She's work. a queen. She really you is. Can't, you can't say she's Can't fault her. Life. Can't fault her. She lives her life. So, anyway, thanks for listening. Yes, thank you guys. Like, comment, subscribe. We love you so much. Toodles. Bye.